Here's a question for you. Who is your GOAT? You know what I mean. The greatest quarterback of all time. Is it Tom Brady? Is it Joe Montana? Is it Peyton Manning? Is it John Elway? Or is it none of these I just mentioned? We'll find out who I think is the GOAT. Get my ebook, Why Your GOAT Ain't Mine, The Five Greatest Quarterbacks in NFL History on ColeJohnsonOnline.com for free. ColeJohnsonOnline.com, Why Your GOAT Ain't Mine for free. Get it right now. What you waiting for? Go get it. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening to one and all. This is a podcast always suitable for work, home, play, and every single commute you can imagine. Cold Sports! I am your man, that man, the illustrious tour guide Cole Johnson, and you have entered the zone called Sports on Another Level. And on today's podcast, we're going to touch on Stanley Roberts being in LeBron James' head. Also going to touch on a very controversial subject under further review, and we're going to award our Adult of the Week. But for right now, let's get to the headlines. Dateline, New York. Sad news that came earlier this week with Dwayne DePearl, Washington one of the standouts in the Big East basketball era of the 1980s, unfortunately passed away in the Bronx. He was 52. And the cause of it was brain cancer. Now, the last I remember seeing him, ESPN did a 30 for 30, and he looked pretty good then. And that that series had to be, I think, about a year or so ago. He looked good. So I, I didn't think there was any issues health-wise for him. Unfortunately, that was not the case. He was uh, married and divorced once, and he is survived by his sister, his mother, his girlfriend, Deborah, George Jr., his brother, and Dwayne Jr., his son, Damara and Tatiana Washington, his two daughters, and four grandchildren. May you all comfortably grieve in this horrible time. Dateline! Detroit! Apparently, the rookie Stanley Johnson feels that he is in the king's head. Following the 107-90 loss in Game 2 in Cleveland, Johnson had to opine in ESPN And I quote, I'm definitely in his head. That's for sure. I wish he would just talk when the game is 0-0, not when he's up 16. Close quote. Email Stanley Johnson. Subject of email. Think before you speak. Body of email. You're getting a first-class education on what it looks like when you are not in somebody's head. 
come on, son. You're, not, you, you're no more in his head as you are in mine. This man hasn't lost in the first round. He, he knows what to do in this stage of the year. You, on the other hand, this is your first rodeo. And if you're so much in LeBron's head, why is your team at the present time of this recording down three to nothing in your first round series against them? I don't understand it. Well, maybe I won't need to understand it. Stanley, I feel for your son because that education is going to continue. Cole Johnson, Cole Sports, ColeJohnsonOnline.com. Dateline, Philadelphia. So in a puzzling trade with the Cleveland Browns, the Philadelphia Eagles now own the number two draft pick in this year's NFL draft. Now, amongst the things that they gave up to the Browns was, of course, their number one for this year and their first round pick for next year. Well, obviously, Eagles fan is about to have a gasket blown, and I'm sort of with them. I really am not getting why they want to mortgage everything away. I, I get that they want to not have the stench that is Chip Kelly remain in Philly and not have anything to do with Lincoln Financial Field. I get that. But there's cleaning house and then there's doing damage once you're cleaning house. And Eagles fan, I think you all have a gripe. Yeah, I, I think the Eagles front office has no clue and that's unfortunate because I think they gave up too much. Someone has argued, argued with me that Hey, they're going for probably one of those two quarterbacks, Goff or Wentz. But when you hear from scouts that neither one is franchise-worthy, it makes you scratch your head. There, there has to be something else in the mix, or something just doesn't make sense in this wash. We'll find out soon enough. Let's keep going further down the East Coast, shall we? Dateline, Washington, D.C. So the Carolina Panthers decided against franchising Josh Norman after all, figuring that the price tag was a little bit too steep, only to have the most player-friendly owner, Dan Snyder, snatch him up. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to see Odell Beckham Jr. versus Josh Norman two times a year now, probably for the next five or six. Because Norman is now a member of the Washington NFL franchise with a five-year, $75 million contract. Well, as I said earlier, this would be the first time in three decades that we really would actually give a care about the Giants and the Washington NFL franchise meeting up. Stay tuned, everyone. Stay tuned. Dateline! Cincinnati! Well, a few nights ago, the ace of the Chicago Cubs, Jake Arrieta, threw the first no-hitter of 2016 in a dominant performance, not necessarily just by him, but by the whole team to the tune of 16 to nothing. Arrieta struck out sticks, walked four, threw 119 pitches. So it wasn't the most dominating no-hitter that we've all ever seen, but the fact that in a blowout, he still kept his cool, still kept having a lively ball from first to ninth inning, that does say a lot. 
and I think it will it will be a good boost for the Cubs because they're you know they're trying to shake off their curse, a curse that now has gone what now 108 years now. You know, hopefully, hopefully their good start will continue. The ace himself had this to say to uh, CS in Chicago: "Quote, I was able to keep them off balance later in the game." Pound the strike zone with good movement. Keep the ball down. Pitching to contact was the goal today, and I did a pretty good job of that. Close quote. Now, normally for a non-dominant strikeout pitcher, it is about keeping the ball in play. So, of course, inducing ground balls is basically what pitchers like Arrieta would have to do if his main stuff is not working all that well. Thank you for actually providing the first no-hitter of the year. Dateline! Athens. No, not Athens, Greece. Athens, Georgia. The ATL rapper Ludacris decided to perform at the University of Georgia in their spring game for $65,000. Now, the performer performed for roughly 15 minutes to 93,000 people. But that wasn't all he received. Along with the 65000 that Ludacris received, he also got one loaf of bread, whole grain with the most amount of grains, organic peanut butter, organic jelly, assorted candies, a box of green tea, champa in. I can go onward and onward. The list was endless. Of course, part of it was two bottles of Concha Cognac and condom. And I thought the NCAA wanted a wholesome image to upkeep. It's great to know that the NCAA still is a bunch of hypocrites. When I come back, we're going to put a controversial subject under further review. But immediately following the break, you guessed it, the Dolt of the Week. Goal Sports. Sports on another level can be found on these social media platforms. Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Play, YouTube, iTunes. Like, share, rate, review. But most importantly, subscribe to these and other social media platforms for Cold Sports. Sports for the Intelligent Sportsman. Coming April 30th, Cole Sports presents Dolt of the Month, Cole Sports. Available on ColeJohnsonOnline.com and other social media outlets. Oh, 
yeah, get it ready, get it ready, get it ready! Yes, yes, it is that time once again, ladies and gentlemen, the candidates for this week's DOT of the Week! Man, this trophy gets better and better by the week. Dolt of the week. Sponsored by nobody. But I'm still going to give it to you straight with no chaser. And let's get to the candidates right away, shall we? Now, first we have probably someone you haven't heard. Jonathan Nicola. Now, he's a baller. 30 years old. He does it right. But there's only one problem. He does it right as a high school basketball player. Charlie Villanueva for being a little extra in game two trying to stop the dance Russell Westbrook was having with his teammate and then afterwards going on social media to cry about. Kevin Durant for shooting 7 of 33 in that same game after saying that he wanted to be held to a higher standard. Andrew Shaw. He got suspended for a game because he decided to make homophobic remarks in the field of battle. Johnny Manziel. Should we even say anything more? I ain't. And Conor McGregor. For the fact that this sucker said online that he was going to retire. And of course, later this week said that he was. And the winner is... For the first time, a hockey player receives this award. Andrew Shaw, come on down! You are the next winner of Dolt of the Week. And why are you winning this award, Mr. Shaw? It's quite simple. When you are flustered and you can't think of anything other than to insult somebody, either for their race or their creed or their sexual preference, then there is something absolutely, utterly wrong with you. Now, he went on to opine in Sports Illustrated after, after Game 4 of these disturbing comments, quote, Emotions were high. I don't know what I said. I wasn't happy with the call. Close quote. Oh, is that right? Oh, is that right? Well, you must have had a case of amnesia when you had the mic shoved in your mouth then, because the next day, you went onward to say, quote, I am sincerely sorry for the insensitive remarks that I made last night while in the penalty box. When I got home and saw the video, it was evident what I did was wrong, no matter the circumstances. I apologize to many people, including the gay and lesbian community, the Chicago Blackhawks organization, Blackhawks fans, and anyone else I may have offended. I know my words were hurtful, and I will learn from my mistake. Close quote. You'll learn from your mistake. I, I thought you didn't make one, because the comments from the night before said that basically emotions were running high, and hey, you can have diarrhea of the mouth. It's quite simple. You know, hey, we can... If emotions run high on the ice, well, hey, I can insult your mother or your father or if you have some, your children. So you're saying that anything is fair game on the ice? 
You see how stupid that is, Shaw? There is no license to call anybody out of their name. I don't care who it is, what it is, how it is. You could be ahead by four goals. You could be spanked by four goals. It doesn't matter. This is a game, and if you basically do not have the compunction, I'll, I'll keep it extremely G-rated here, to actually not know to say, oh, wait a minute, that's inappropriate. I can't utter that word. Then there's something wrong with you. There's just certain things you just simply should not utter. There's just certain things you should not say. There's just certain things that you should not even feel the urge to even emit from your lips. One of them is to insult someone's mother. Another is to insult a woman by calling her out of her name. One of them being a female dog or a garden tool. Calling a man out of his name. Another is to insult a family member. Another is to insult someone's religious beliefs. And yes, sexual orientation is right there with it. We all can give Shaw the benefit of the doubt all we want. But the benefit that I'm giving him is the two ears that I have. And these two ears had to understand that this man who was playing a sport that normally most guys are credited with being the best of all of the athletes that we, that we have professionally, commit such a horrendous faux pas. That's where we all have to draw the line. When I come back, I'm going to put this controversial subject under further review. One more time, my co-sports MVPs, why your goal ain't mine is waiting for you right now for free. All you have to do is go on to ColeJohnsonOnline.com. That's ColeJohnsonOnline.com. 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 Go right there. Suit up and get your copy. Why your goat ain't mine. The five greatest quarterbacks in NFL history. Do me one simple thing. Go get it. May 8th, it's coming. That's right. Cold Sports presents the Dolt of the Quarter. On the next podcast, we're going to build up to the NFL draft. All of this talk about trade picks being going to and fro is going to come down to nut cutting, as they say. Of course, along with it, we'll talk about teams that have probably advanced or will advance to the second round, the conference semifinals 
of the NBA playoffs, a little bit on the NHL playoffs too. And of course, you know we're going to award Adult of the Week next week. And don't forget, the Adult of the Month special presentation at the end of next week. But that's for the future podcasts of this program. But for this show, it's not done. No, no, no. I'm going to put this subject, controversial as it is, upon further review. KFC in the White House, one player wrote jokingly. Another player added, they got rivers of the great kind there. It only got worse. Another message queried, I heard they got a colored running the country. This true? The response, unfortunately, it is. That was followed by effing watermelon eaten baboon. Close quote. That was written by Danny Wisentowski of the Riverfront Times. And this was in reference to the St. Louis University baseball team commenting on when they visited Washington, D.C. back in May of last year. Now, how did this become public knowledge? Well, this was told from one of the players to one of his doormates. And the doormate was so disturbed by what he heard that he went to the school and reported it. But he struggled for a while to do so. But I think... I'm probably going to surprise a few people when I say this. It is those young men's right to say what they said. Because to me, if the school actually goes out to punish them, I would believe they're wrong. Now, does that mean that I support what these young men texted to one another? No. Not in the least. I don't support that. I don't support anybody slandering someone because of their gender or their race or their culture or their religious preference. And certainly not by sexual orientation. I there, there's there's no there's no positive that comes from slurs like that. None. Zilch, zero. There isn't any. So I'm not supporting what these young boys did, these young men did. I don't support what they did in terms of expressing themselves that way. But ironically, we are talking about an incident that took place really in D.C., the birthplace of what our country 
believes now in its laws and its statutes. One of them is the First Amendment. And part of the First Amendment says freedom of speech. These young men, no matter how bigoted they must be, no matter how insensitive the comments are, no matter how backwards the mindset, they had every single right to think and express themselves that way. The school was thinking about drawing up some discipline for them. I wouldn't want anyone to take my phone and look through it and, and make that public knowledge. Because what I say on my phone, whether it's through voice or through text, is private. It's none of anybody else's business but myself, whomever to whom I'm speaking, and God. That's it. So I'm not in the rush to lynch these boys because they were free with the tongue or free with the thumbs. Now, I know some would probably say, well, they said it. You got it through a text. They represent the school. Punish them. And they would say punish them, not necessarily because they said something bad, but they would say punish them because of how they look. They're white boys. Let's get them. They did this with us centuries back, decades back. Years back, months back, days back, hours back, minutes back. It's time for the tables to turn. No, it's not. No, it's not. The only way anything can result in a positive manner from this situation is not if the school punishes those players. It is having the players look in the mirror at themselves, whether they do it on their own accord or they have an accountability partner or they have someone in their lives that is strong enough to say to them, you know something, you all are bullheaded, you all are stupid, and you all have no right to insult anybody that way. I am ashamed to actually know you. That is what needs to happen. That's the type of punishment which has to happen. Not suspensions, not expulsions, not banishments. Because it's not going to do any good. So they have to lie awake at night, look in the mirror, look at themselves and understand that there are people in this world who know them and understand that their, that their hearts are black, that their minds are shallow, and that their souls are empty. If you happen to like this podcast or anyone preceding this one, why don't you follow me on Facebook? That's Cole Sports. Sports with a Z. You can also follow me on Twitter 
at Cole underscore sports. Again, sports with a Z. You can also follow me on Stitcher, on Google Play, on SoundCloud, on Instagram, on Pinterest, on YouTube, and on iTunes. Rate, like, share to your heart's content. Review to your heart's content. More importantly, subscribe, especially on iTunes, to any of my platforms. But most importantly, enjoy. For the Intelligent Sportsman, I am Cole Johnson. And this is... Cole 